section thirty of talks about flowers this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by kathleen talks about flowers by mary decker welcome a talk about cyclamens and oxalis next to primroses and by no means below them in value we place the cyclamen the leaves a deep green with white embroidery are very ornamental but when surmounted with a wealth of bloom what can be more charming two of mine have begun to blossom a white and a pink and the buds are numerous others will bloom later they continue in bloom for a long period and are easy of culture though where there is over dryness of atmosphere they are apt to be infested with the red spider they need to be frequently sprayed and it is well to immerse occasionally the entire plant in water so as to wet the under surface of the leaves the water ought to be tepid and indeed for all plants in cold weather to keep the dirt from falling out when the plant is plunged top downward something can be wrapped around the pot a mixture of turfy loam and sandy peat is best but when not available leaf mould or a rich mellow soil mixed with silver sand will do there are several varieties of cyclamen but the most common is persicum and many catalogues name no other one of mine is giganteum an improvement on persicum the flowers being much larger and finer in every respect among many catalogues i find this name in only one persicum white and pink is a sweet-scented variety from cyprus africanum white and rose from africa heterofolium from britain other rare and expensive sorts are mackenzie white crimson and rose-colored europium red and coom which in the early spring months bears above its very ornamental leaves a profusion of small bright rosy crimson and snow-white turbinate blossoms of a roundish recurved outline blotched with violet crimson at the base very beautiful the bulbs of all cyclamens except cum should be placed on the surface of the soil covered half an inch and water given moderately till the leaves are fully developed and the flowers appear when it may be applied more liberally do not make a mistake and plant your bulb upside down as did a lady i know of i have an idea that it is put in wrong as the leaves seem to come from the underside she writes it is difficult to tell sometimes which is the right side to put down persicum with its dabbled green and silvery gray rounded heart-shaped leaves embroidered margarines is a fine ornament but when these are surmounted with a profusion of pure silvery white oblong lanceolate petals blotched with violet crimson at their base borne on slender flower scopes the plant is very beautiful it varies in color from snow-white delicate peach and rosy crimson some are delightfully fragrant during the growing and flowering season the plant should have a full exposure to light but not to the intense sunshine after blooming the bulbs may be allowed a time of rest removing them to a cool and shady place in the border if desired watering rarely in early autumn repot and after a few weeks of growth water more freely it does not however injure the plant to keep it constantly growing and the best florists have very generally abandoned their former method of letting them rest during the summer 
cyclamen autumnal flor alba white and rubra red blossom in the autumn oxalis the winter blooming varieties are admirably adapted for hanging pots and being cheap and very easy of cultivation they ought to be in every dwelling there are one hundred and fifty known varieties though our catalogues rarely name half a dozen some are strictly winter bloomers others flower only in summer and some blossom the year round the floribunda varieties belong to this class of perpetuals ortgisi also which is a wonderful bloomer and on account of its erect growth is admirably adapted for pot culture it is a new and somewhat rare species from brazil it often grows eighteen inches high and in good form the upper side of the leaf is rich olive green and the under side bright violet purple the flowers are quite small yellow and borne in clusters the special beauty is in the foliage floribunda alba and rosea have tuberous roots the foliage is very strong and the clusters of bloom are borne on long footstalks starting directly from the tuber a single small tuber will often have a hundred open flowers at a time they are from one-half to three-quarters of an inch in diameter this variety can be obtained and planted at any time of the year it is admirably adapted for baskets or a hanging pot oxalis acetosella is the true shamrock of ireland flowers are white borne on stalks two to four inches high versicolor is a winter bloomer color white with bright pink margins to the petals requires sunshine the flowers will not expand in cloudy weather floribunda has no such freaks but smiles in the storm as well as the sunshine a lady writing to mr vick becomes enthusiastic over her oxalis she says the sixth of last october i planted a bulb of oxalis versicolor and it is just beginning to bloom and oh what lovely flowers delicate and perfect in form pure white with just the faintest tinge of yellow in the centre and beautiful crimson stripes on the outside the plant also is of a very graceful habit bearing its tuft of small leaves and clusters of flowers on the top of a short slender stem it seems strange that so small a bulb can produce such beautiful flowers of bowie she thus writes a year ago last october i planted a bulb of oxalis bowie in a small bed the bulb was so very small that i did not believe the flowers could amount to much but was soon most agreeably disappointed such a mass of flowers on one small plant i had never seen before and such large bright-colored flowers many stopped to admire it and ask its name it continued to produce a mass of flowers the entire winter and part of the spring until the sun became very hot from this one bulb i obtained eight which i wrapped in paper and kept in a dry place about the first of august they commenced growing and so i planted them and the first of september they were in full bloom though the flower grew large as the days became less hot until they were nearly as large as petunias the soil in which they grew was mostly sand and rich surface earth from the woods and i sometimes watered them with weak soap suds mr vick to whom we are indebted for the most of our information on the subject says that this variety has large thick fleshy leaves and large bright rose-colored flowers 
the largest indeed of any of the cultivated kinds in his illustrated article he gives an engraving of one named cernus plena the flowers of which resemble double portulacas erect borne in clusters we regret that he gives no reference to this variety whatever it must be a rare sort probably not in the market here end of a talk about cyclamens and oxalis